Welcome to the Industry Insider, brought to you by Promo Corner. Each week, promotional product professionals Meg Erber, Jeff Franklin, and Stephen McFadden, along with special guests, will discuss industry news, trends, and events with a focus on educating the promotional products industry. The Industry Insider, the nerdy news you need to know. Welcome back to another episode of the Industry Insider, your promotional products podcast where you can get all the nerdy news you need to know about. My name is Jeff Franklin, National Accounts Manager with Headwear USA. I'm joined today by three other lovely folks, but uh, you know, before we get to them, I've got to tell you about who this broadcast is brought to you by and uh, stepping up the, uh, the presentation level again today. Here we go. Check it out. With MediaTree gift cards, you can offer your customers custom branded holiday gift cards that their employees are sure to love. Unlimited inventory and guaranteed in stock gift cards that deliver right on time. Free five day delivery for physical cards and free same day delivery for digital gift cards. Discover all the benefits of choosing MediaTree at www.mediatreerewards.com. Thank you, MediaTree. Appreciate it. And uh, look, it's going to be a good one. Meg, thank you for uh, donning that. Steven, I see you put one on as well. It is hat day, guys. How are you doing? Meg, why don't, you, why don't you talk to us a little bit? How are you? I'm doing good. I just got back from Disney, so I'm so exhausted. <laughs> Pretty sure I was complaining about it, but uh, I'm feeling I'm feeling really good. I'm so excited because Promotions East is next week. I am like just beyond excited. I've been having all this stuff delivered to my house for the NCAP experiences. Um, I'm really looking forward to seeing everyone there next week in person. So. I like the uh, the old school like '90s graphic on the hoodie. That's pretty cool looking. Oh, cool! <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and yes, I'm excited about Promotions East as well. Um, Stephen, how are you doing? Doing well. Yeah, I'm uh, living the dream. So it's uh, it's been busy. It has been that busy, sigh so. does not sound like you're living the dream. <laughs> <laughs> but I think everybody that's uh, listening probably concur with that sigh so yeah it's uh it, things are crazy man it is uh, uh i've got my classes that i'm teaching coming up um there's uh two charity events that i've just launched uh all this week so it's been a lot it's been a lot and when yeah. of course there's work you know work's still happening <laughs> so. yeah meg's just looking forward to promotions east being over. yeah <laughs> All right, well, we are joined today by a very special guest, Mr. Bart Simpson with Flywheel Brands down in Hickson, Tennessee, man. How are you doing? I'm doing great, guys. I appreciate you having me on. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank you for joining us. Well, I know uh, I may give you a little bit of the rundown, but uh, it is customary for us to give our special guest a good three to four minutes to introduce yourself. How you got started in the promotional products industry is always like a, a really fun question to answer. And then, uh, you know, what the hell you've been up to since? Okay, well, let's see, let's give it a go here. So again, yeah, my name's Bart Simpson. A lot of people, when they hear that, they chuckle, uh, and they should. Uh, I did have the name before the show, so if anybody was wondering, uh, my parents aren't just cruel people, uh, and did not <laughs> did not play a mean joke on me. Um, yeah, so I've been in the promotional product space, actually in the printing space, for probably greater than fifteen years now. Um, the story goes, my grandfather actually started our business back in '81. Um, as really it was an ad agency slash kind of drafting company at the time. And it's evolved through the years. Uh, my dad took it on when my grandfather uh, passed away from colon cancer 
just after he graduated college um, and it was mainly printing at the time. And my dad would print in our garage at night, sell during the day. And that was kind of the, the foundation uh, that we've built what's now flywheel on. And, um, you know, since I've been in the business, we've evolved from printing into the promotional product space. We've been in the, the, the promotional product space for probably about six years now. Um, and have been going hard at it, um, you know, having had a lot of success and, and found a lot of green pasture um, in this industry. And we're learning and we're learning quickly. Uh, I think that's one of the things that, that we pride ourselves on is that we're fast learners. Right. So we, we only want to experience so much pain uh, before we find a, a way or a better way to do it. And um, we've had the privilege through the, over the past couple of years of joining Reciprocity Road within our industry kind of circling around a bunch of industry leaders, a bunch of thought leaders, a bunch of just wisdom essentially that we needed in order to evolve kind of more rapidly. So one of my goals is, you know, I, I'd love to, you know, take 30 years to build a, a, a really powerful uh, entity for uh, many reasons in our space for good, hopefully, most importantly. Uh, but I, I don't want to take 30 years if I can help it, right? I want to do it in a more expedited fashion uh, while doing it correctly and building a, a culture um, that our team can just excel in and thrive in. So we're stoked to be in the industry. We've, we've had the privilege of getting to meet a lot of great people, you guys included. It's a lot of first today for, uh, you know, Jeff, obviously I've known uh, doing some hats, kind of what we're talking about today, but uh, nice to meet you all today. And I'm, I'm uh, excited to be here and, and share what I can share. That's awesome, man. I'm super stoked. I love the setup that you guys have down there. You've, you've built like a really solid team. You guys are young, you're hip, and uh, you know I'm excited to see what Flywheel does. I know Reciprocity Road chooses their partners very wisely and very cautiously. So uh, you know that's a, a you know big uh, big kudos to you. You know for for joining Appreciate them and, and you know looking forward to it. So yeah, the topic of today is obviously headwear. Uh, you know, we want to talk about hats and we want to talk about, you know, uh, what you guys are doing at Flywheel. And, you know, I thought that was, you know, sort of where the topic came up uh, for the conversation today was because, you know, one of the things that we discussed when I was in your office was how you guys are kind of, you know, sort of leading the charge, like your, your first hit or your first exposure to a lot of your clients uh, is essentially hats you know, as one of your big uh, entry entry products. And uh, I know you're working spec samples and things like that, but just, I thought that was really interesting because it's not, it's for most people, hats are on the back burner. Mm -hmm. You know, it's an afterthought. It's people aren't proactively leading the charge. They're very reactive with headwear. And uh, look, when you're talking about 8% of the industry sales, you know, of a $25 billion business, I, I think that, uh, you know, it probably deserves a little bit more respect than just to be a backseat reactive product. Uh, and so I wanted to shed some light on, you know, the, uh, the category today and hopefully we can get some nuggets from you. Uh, so where did that, uh, sort of come from? Like why, why has, yeah, I think during our evolution kind of in this space, you know, we're really looking for the path in some ways of least resistance and something that we can master, um, and master more quickly. Uh, the promotional product space in general is, you know, very deep as you all know, and there's a lot of different things to know. One of the things that I've, you know, encouraged my team to do and, and me personally, it's like, I don't want to be a mile wide and an inch deep. I want to be an expert in what we do. And when we go, you know, when we're sitting in front of a customer and we're telling them, you know, why they should choose us essentially, you know, I, I want to be very good at what we do. And so, and a way to do that in my mind is to kind of specialize in certain products and really understand how to utilize them, how to sell them, you know, all the things that you can do with them. 
Um, hats seem to be a really good sweet spot for us. We, we like to stay kind of up on industry trends and what looks cool and what's, what's moving and, and with headwear and, and the, you know, suppliers that we have at our fingertips, you know, there's a lot of opportunity there. And I think it's a, a, a path into the industry that then allows you to spider into kind of other sections of the business. Once you capture some attention uh, with a really good headwear piece, for example, so the hat that I'm wearing today is one that we kind of came up with and, you know, made custom overseas and did the whole bit kind of essentially a case study for why we do what we do. Uh, it's a great lead in piece for us when we send it out. I, I've had so much amazing feedback on this hat, even from our competitors uh, within, uh, within the industry. Um, that's just a great door opener, right? And we're all looking for that thing that's going to capture the end user's attention, give us a few minutes on a, on a Zoom call to explain uh, and how, you know, why flywheel and why we should be the ones to earn their business. So that's kind of the, the root of it. Um, and why we're kind of choosing to use headwear as, you know, potentially, uh, the tip of the spear when, when going out and prospecting. So I have, are you selling the, the, like the design too, as part of your, like, are you pitching? Cause I, what I'm seeing on your hat right now is that patch. And I know that has been extremely popular lately. I, I see it all over TikTok and Instagram. People are really doing that well, and it's just, I don't know if it's a trend or if it's just something that people really like um, long term, but is that what you are doing is showing the design with the spec and kind of selling it on the design or the hat itself, or how are you kind of attacking that? I think it's a little bit of both. I think good design sells, so I think good design is also sexy. So even though the company may not go with something as slick and as retail, maybe as the hat that I have on. You know, if it's a grocery store chain, you know, or something like that, they're obviously not going to want something maybe as, as again, retail focused. Um, but it's a great way to capture attention and, and show like we can do the ultimate, you know, piece of quality uh, that you're looking for. But we can also back it down into any category that you want uh, from there. And so, you know, to me, and my, my vision for Flywheel and, and where we're headed is that that um, that good design will always sell. So if you have something that looks slick and is made well that's kind of kind of like for us what we're all about it's like we want to sell things that are are good and good quality and something that they're going to wear and i think that's the second piece of why i like headwear right it's it is not the item i mean i don't know i don't have a hat in my junk drawer i don't know about you guys but i've never been able to stick a hat in my junk drawer I've, i it's always been a usable piece as long as it's a good quality hat that fits well uh, if it is, I think it's going to have tremendous impact for the brand that it represents. Uh, and it's a momentum builder. And uh, and that's what we're all about at Flywheels, building momentum for our clients. And headwear is a great way to do it. Sure. All right. Debate okay. question. Ready? Ready. Product or apparel? Is headwear a product or apparel? I mean, what's the definition of product? <laughs> so... All right, I, I will say we are an apparel company. SNS is an apparel company. Mm -hmm. We sell headwear, but it has its own category. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you also have towels and blankets on there, but I wouldn't put those in the apparel category. Exactly. So, I mean, you wear it on your body. It's a wearable. Well, so. a towel and a blanket is not something you wear. It's a usable product that right. isn't something that you wear. So I would say the definition of apparel is something that you wear on your body somehow. Um, you know, so outerwear, a shirt, uh, a hat pants boxers you know so a tote bag a tote bag's in apparel <laughs> anyway. you don't wear that you a may purse? Vomit, you know 
I'm sorry. I don't know. So <laughs> no, that's no, good. I, I, you know, I was, I was I'm curious because because the industry Boston, does measure statistics based on products and apparel, and they look at the size of the industry as it's sold, and they usually say it's about 60% apparel and 40% product, and then they get those measurements from from uh, distributors as well to figure out what percentage they sell. So I'm just curious, hmm. how do you categorize headwear? By industry standards, I believe headwear is a wearable. It's a it's is a it? okay. kind of apparel item, and then it's broken down beyond that. Like a, like when you look at you know outerwear, you look at t-shirts, you look at polos, you look at like all these things have different quote unquote categories within apparel itself. But when you're looking at headwear, apparel, usually falls in it. Product, headwear would be you know soft goods apparel. So I really like just leading the charge, the aspect of things. So when I first started at SNS Activewear, my background was all hard goods. I came from hard goods suppliers, distributor, which was an online like distributor. So we really didn't do a lot of apparel. I think maybe two t-shirt orders in five years for me. Like I didn't didn't do it. So when I got to SNS Activewear, I was a little nervous about having to learn all these different brands and fabrications and silhouettes. And it was just completely overwhelming to me. But I knew t-shirts. And so I started off, I led for that first year going in, trying to earn the credibility for my customers. I went in and I sold fashion t-shirts. I did, you know, good, better, best in every little segment, touch and feel. And then I ended up just learning it more myself. And it, the more you practice it, the more you preach it. But I was just super passionate about that. So I think even if it's headwear, if it's fashion t-shirts, or maybe it's fidget spinners, I think you find something that you're passionate about and it, and it relays, right? So being on, um, the different boards and stuff, people know that uh, I'm very passionate about sustainability or give back. So I might start with that too, but I, I really like this headwear thing because it's different. And and when you're when you're starting with that, I know Jeff and I have always gone back and forth a lot about this because on the apparel and use headwear and we're both flyers, you know, <laughs> we're both super competitive. Speaking of, I'm pretty sure the Steelers are in last place. Just everyone that's commenting about the Steelers, last place. Eagles They're not in last place, actually. Uh, well, in the division. In the division, we're in last place. But look, uh, you know, what, what are you going to do when you lose the best player in the uh, in the entire league? In, in, There's in, always in an excuse. <laughs> I, I had to talk about that. But yeah, leading the charge. Where's your fantasy football team at? I don't know. I think I'm like one in three. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, Stephen, and Meg, to sort of echo what you were saying, I think the industries that you sell into really matter and make a difference as to what you lead the charge with as well. Like, Stephen, I know you've got a, a pretty niche focus. You've got, you know, you guys go wider than that, but you, you've got you know, this yeah. particular niche focus that you, that you rely on. And headwear may not necessarily be the go-to item for that. So, I mean, does that play into, you know, how you go to market as well? Yeah. And, you know, I, I know you always, not to, to generalize, but, um, you know, you mentioned about hats being kind of back burner and I, I think the industry doesn't necessarily agree with that. I mean, you know, having such a big market share and then being rated as the number one promotional product wasn't last year. I mean, people obviously understand that there's value to headwear. Um, so I, I don't think that we, we, we discredit it in any ways, um, nor do we not sell it. Um, I do think it is very, uh, there is different industries that it does better in for sure. Um, some of the industries that we're in, it's just, it's not as, as a, as a big of, 
a product line as as other things are and and that's that's okay i think that's what makes our industry great you know it's if we all had the same you know uh if headwear was the number one product in every industry man we would just all be just fighting over that'd be great for you jeff but it, we would all just I be fighting mind. over the same you know <laughs> we'd be fighting over the same stuff and Everyone is fighting over the Richardson 112. I don't know if you noticed, but it's like there's some truth to that. Yeah. Um, But I love, I mean, I do love headwear and a good headwear, as as Bart mentioned. If it fits good and it looks good, it's not going anywhere. I mean, I'm not throwing it away. I have thrown away some headwear because it just didn't fit good and it didn't look good. So, I mean, but I could say that about a lot of products, right? I mean, I think that that same thing with a t-shirt, you know, same thing with, with a bag or a cooler bag or an umbrella, you know? And so, but I do think that the cost per impression of a headwear piece is, it's just up there with a t-shirt, right? Except that you wear your hat maybe every day of the week when I hope you don't wear the same shirt every day of the week. So, um, you know, so it, it does have a good, a good life. Um, and you know, I, I do think there is, it is a competitive space in your own closet though. Cause if you have a favorite hat, it's very unlikely that you're going to see your second favorite hat on the market, you know, or out in the open. Um, you know, once people have like their hat or th- it's kind of in rotation between their, the two and three that they really love. If you're fourth, third or fourth best, it may never come out. Whereas a, as a t-shirt, it might be in rotation, you know, or a bag might get in rotation. So it, it has to be good it's one of those items. I think it has to be good or it, it fails. Yeah. Um, yeah. And also, I mean, I agree with you on the two to three rotation. Cause I definitely have my favorite hat. I was literally in my, in my truck earlier and I was like, I should put this hat on my dashboard. Cause I always want to wear it in my truck. I just love my hat. But when I go on vacations, I will pack a hat for each outfit. <laughs> 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 Hats may be the most closet competitive piece. I mean, it's it's possible. But I will say, Uh, um, (laughs) when you really start focusing on certain niches like this and using them to reach out to customers, so um, I know one of our male sportsmen has been working with me and um, been working on these projects where I'm sending like uh, things of caps to them, and then working up. Sorry. Power slide. Um, if only you could have gotten back as gracefully as you went. <laughs> so I just got this, and so this was on one of them, and this went out to a set of my customers where I'm sending, and it's all decorated, and they get to see them, and they're getting these firsthand samples. I've been doing this last, you know, let's say year to date, I'm up 40% in just one headwear brand. 40% just by doing this. So I'm starting to lead with certain products. So it's like, oh, I didn't know you did have. And I'm like, Matter of fact, I do. In the past, when I was working on presentations for a customer, I put together a storyboard and they didn't ask for hats. I would always add them. But again, it, it was never leading with it. It was always as an add-on. But I have to agree with you, Jeff. Like head, headwear, again, I stayed away from it too for a while because headwear is so per, like personal. I have big ears. <laughs> you won't catch me in a lot of hats, you know? <laughs> you know? So it's like it's when people have weird heads, you know? Look at you, Jeff. I mean... I can't imagine many hats fitting that noggin. So, <laughs> and, you know. Well, I was gonna, I was gonna ask Bart. I, it's, I hope he's still there. Um, <laughs> I'm done with you guys. Yeah, <laughs> but I, I would say, you know, with with any product, it kind of has to fall into 
three categories, especially right now, because we are getting into the, the day and age where everyone has a lot of the same pieces, right? So A, it has to be new, it has to be their favorite, or it has to be the best, right? So it's either got to be the the best hat they have or their favorite team hat, right? Or it's got to be something new. And unfortunately, some products, you can only get so new, right? Like, I mean, I think that the, the trucker style hat was awesome. Now the new decoration techniques and stuff can are, are adding to that new factor, the customization. Um, we, my, my dad got a, a new car a little while ago. My mom got him a, a hat with the car brand on it. And, it. and he was like, count the decorations on this. There were nine different styles of decorations. There was like debossing here, debossing here, custom pipe. There was laser engraved on the metal tag, embroidery on the front inside labels custom extra, like, i was like driver? what in the world so but but it was just like that's just just to show you like all the possibilities with a piece like headwear you could have laser debossing embroidery screen sublimation all in one piece right yeah i can't name a lot of pieces you can do that on um yeah it's it's honestly the most versatile category or product in the industry uh just knowing you know how they're made the different processes in place i think there's 50 or 63 different processes in place when you're building a cap uh it's pretty amazing um but i think you know all this lends to why people you know are reserved about selling headwear and meg you'd said it you know you shied away from it because you didn't there's it's complicated you don't know all the ins and outs of a cap but, but you knew shirts and so I think that's why a lot of people tend to shy away from it. And I think they're losing out on a ton of sales because we know globally being, you know, hey, we're being global, uh, you know, 15 locations. We understand that there's, you know, that number in the states that we're experiencing of 7.4% of the industry is actually much higher, you know, but people just shy away from it too much. And they shouldn't be because we're really leaving a lot of money on the table when you're not considering headwear and leading the charge that way. So um, ultimately, maybe you'd mentioned that because it's such a, a difficult product to sort of grasp or get your head around, you shied away from it. And that's where a lot of people come from. So how do you get around that? Like, Bart, maybe you could answer that question. Like, how did you learn headwear? Yeah, I think, I think it's pretty simple. It's, it's having, you know, people like you, Jeff, and, and your corner and, you know, and can people that, you know, again, industry experts that can walk you through, here's what's possible you know, let me show you how you can elevate things. And I, I think that's a great point is because most of the hats that we're going after selling aren't just a kind of a logo embroidered on the front. They're, they're, they're hats that have custom seam tape, cu custom buckles, custom, you know, tags on the inside. It, it's a, it's an opportunity to make a totally unique piece for that company. And to me, that's super exciting that they're not co-branding, co-branding with the beloved 112, uh, which I'm happy to sell. But, you know, at the same time, it's like, man, there's so much more opportunity to get creative and to, to put something in someone's hands that, you know, your competitor's not doing the exact same thing on. Um, and I think that's where we like to express our creativity and help our clients. And Jeff's team specifically does a great job in virtuals and, and helping kind of carry that creativity to the front line, which is neat. I also like when you said something earlier, Bart, about, you know, when I asked you about is it the design that's selling and you said, well, with the grocery stores, they don't really, they really don't care about the design. They probably want something inexpensive um, to get all their employees out to. Um, but you, you're still making it so it's not just a, you know, something that they don't want to wear. You're going to pick that best hat out for them and you're going to meet those, you know, those levels of expectation. Um, Sampling, I think, has been really big too, and I and like I said, the virtual sampling and the product sampling, the spec 
don't be afraid to Absolutely. ask. I think it's just doing it. Like actually, like I'm just gonna commit to this. I'm just gonna start implementing them into a few programs. Um, you know, and then I always when I'm looking so when a customer brings their customer to me and says, Meg, hey, this is the project that I'm working on and no headwear is even included in that, I will go on their website, do a little bit of research about it. Oh, hey, look, they do something for breast cancer awareness. Let me pull that design. I put a design on something, put on the hat and show it to them. And it's like, wow, I didn't even think about that. It's always nice. Again, I'm not starting with that and they weren't starting with it, but it's always a nice add on as well. 100%. And I think too, when, when you can get a spec sample and send one hat to a prospect or a client that is totally unique, you know, that costs them absolutely nothing. It just absolutely melts their minds. It's like, wow, you know, like how, how, how'd you do this? You know? Um, and, and one of the things that just recently top of mind, we're working on a, on a large convenience store chain. Um, and Jeff and his team t- turned a virtual spec sample, an actual spec um, in 24 hours. Uh, which is like insanity. So when, you know, when it comes to having ammunition uh, to close deals and, and build relationships, you know, there's a lot of headwear suppliers uh, within our space. And Jeff obviously is one of them um, that can, that can arm you so that you can, you can deliver a, a unique experience um, and, and go after a whole new kind of set of set of business that otherwise flywheel wasn't even looking at until, guys like Jeff come in and be like, Hey man, just have you thought about this? Or have you seen these kind of orders that people are getting? And then the other thing that is attractive to me is that it's kind of like if you build it right and you build it the first time in a very creative manner, then these things are repeat POs, you know, um, which is, you know, to me is music to my ears because I don't want to have to be earning every single order as a new order uh, if I don't have to. And so that's the other part of this industry that's very attractive to me is like, you can get in a, a good program. It's going to, you know, be a, a challenge to get it rolling. But once you got it going, you know, repeat POs are awesome. Awesome yeah. stuff. And Meg, you had said it. I mean, designs do sell as well. So like the hat that Bart, you know, that, that you've got on there, that's not a Headwear USA hat, you know, but it's a great hat. You know, you guys did that before we came in. And honestly, like the fact that you show something that's a little bit different, the decoration technique, the rope braid on the on the front is like super popular right now as well. Oh, so yeah. I mean, you put these things together and, and put it in front of somebody. It doesn't even necessarily have to be a spec sample. It can be a random sample with some cool decoration techniques and people can kind of piece, you know, their design in there and say, yeah, I really like that decoration technique, but I want to do our logo like that. And, you know, yeah, let's do away with the rope braid or let's add this, but do it in this color. You know, there's so many things to get somebody's imagination flowing when you just put physical product in front of them. And Meg, I mean, you said it yourself, you're up 40% in one brand because you're sending out sample kits like that. I mean, could you imagine as a, as a, look, we're 97% small business in this industry. Could you imagine if your sales went up 40% in one year, Meg? Yeah, oh, yeah, this is year to date. Yes. I just looked at our example and one of our headwear brands. Yeah. Just by doing, and that's not even like next level proactive. That's just like thinking about it. You know what I mean? Like that's, that's literally just, exactly. and I, I give you huge kudos because it's way more than what a lot of people are doing, Meg. Um, you know, just to put that little bit of extra effort into it and to offer it as a, a, a secondary product to something that they're not even looking for. And you're up 40%. Like, just think about that. We're 97% small business and you're always looking for ways to increase that bottom line, like 40%. In one year, I mean that's awesome, mate. 
this brand I'm up 267% and this just went out. So not this hat in particular, but the brand that that. So yeah, I, I'm I'm actually flabbergasted. Well, let's <laughs> go, let's go, Meg. Crushing those numbers. You sold, you sold three of them last year, Meg. So I mean, yeah, I was about that. to say. <laughs> <laughs> you sold a case, you know, a case of twelve well, last year. This that actually that's a really great segue because I want to ask each of you like what what is a, a a trend that you're seeing in headwear right now? And we'll start with Meg. Um, I'm seeing a lot of the leather patches or those patches. I'm seeing that. That's huge right now. Love it. And there's a customer down in Texas. Uh, she's not mine, but I follow her on Instagram. It's TRS Embroidery. And they just do amazing job with all their decoration and, and putting it on there in all different hats. And I love it. So follow them on Instagram if you're seeing them. But, yeah. Bart, how about you? What are you seeing? I, I still think the rope hat um, has a lot of legs and a, a lot of potential. And um, so we've been doing a lot. In fact, this very hat we sent to a, an Instagram influencer um, about a month ago and got an order for $30,000 worth a $30,000 order for 2,500 of these hats um, just by sending a spec sample, uh, which was fantastic. So there, there's a lot of, ex, you know, excitement when one of those comes through for the team. Yep. Yeah. Steven, what are you noticing in headwear? Uh, head, what's headwear? No, I'm just <laughs> uh, no uh, patch, a lot of patch requests. Um, I'm seeing that as, as pretty much all the hats we have, people are asking for patch decoration. Cool. Yeah. Meg, I'm surprised you didn't go with bucket hats. I'm seeing a ton of bucket hats uptick right now. Yeah, no, I am. That's, oh, I'm wearing one. But yeah, I thought we were talking about decoration for some reason. I was like, let it matter. No, yeah. just in general. The, the, yeah. The product hats category, decoration, styles, whatever. So yeah. Yeah, I would say, I would say bucket caps. And I, I would absolutely uh, echo everything that you guys have said. Patches and the ropes uh, are all super popular right now. So very cool. Do you guys have anything else for Bart? else for Bart, but I do have one other thing I would like to add. You know, I'm like a two, two, two things. Hey, we were um, all nominated for a Pyramid Award. So congratulations, Stephen and Jeff and Promo Corner. So um, it just came through, so I'm allowed to announce it. Second awesome. thing is, is for Promotions East, but we are doing a cornhole tournament uh, on the show floor. Winner of the cornhole tournament will win a custom set of cornhole boards. So if you're interested, reach out to myself or Charity Gibson. I'm going to put the social post out and a sign up sheet today. Um, but yeah, let's do some cornhole promotions deep. When is that happening? Uh, on it's going to go over the course of the show. There'll be brackets. So, so for somebody that's exhibiting, it's not a, a possibility. It could be. You can leave your booth for about twenty minutes. Figure it out, Jeff. Now I'll take the sales and buy my own damn cornhole boards. Mm -hmm. <laughs> All right, there you go. Stephen, anything else for you to add, sir? All good. It's great to All meet right. you, Bart. Nice to meet you too, Stephen. Yeah, very cool. Appreciate you guys. Right. Bart, it was awesome having you on, man. Uh, I'm going to let you get back to your family now. I know you're uh, you're away. You're on vacation. I appreciate you taking the time out uh, yeah. while you were away to uh, to chat with us. And you know, hopefully everybody found it uh, really interesting. Um, but look, again, pod, uh, podcast was brought to you by our good friends over at Media Tree. With MediaTree gift cards, you can offer your customers custom-branded holiday gift cards that their employees are sure to love. Unlimited inventory and guaranteed in-stock gift cards that deliver right on time. 
free five-day delivery for physical cards, and free same-day delivery for digital gift cards. Discover all the benefits of choosing MediaTree at www.mediatreerewards.com. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Promo Corner's Industry Insider. For more great content from industry thought leaders, including podcasts, blogs, and videos, visit promocorner.com.